Hey, I am officially announcing the 6th Annual Shepherd's Crook Intensive in Eminence, Missouri, May 16th through the 18th, and we would love to have you there. This year, A.D. Robles is going to be the speaker, along with Matt Reynolds and myself, and we're going to be spending three days, two nights, just having a great time here and really good teaching, but also having a really great time just doing some cool stuff. We're going to have a strongman competition, we're going to have an arm wrestling competition, and we're going to canoe about 50 miles on two of the most amazing rivers in the Midwest. We would love to have you come. If you're looking for a good father-son trip, this is the trip for you. If you're just looking for a really good men's trip, this is the trip for you. would love for you to register today. Go to theshepherdscrook.co or just reach out to me and I can make sure you're on the list. Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. This ministry exists to provide coaching, resources, and events for pastors and church members. My name is Jared Sparks. Join me as I talk pastoral ministry, applied theology like manhood and womanhood, political theology, and cultural analysis with a little bit of hunting and fishing thrown in. I'm a husband, a father, and a pastor, and I'm here to remind you of the chief pastor and our King, Jesus. Hey everybody, hope you're doing well today. You are back at the Shepherd's Crook and we are having a great conversation today that I'm really looking forward to. I'll introduce my guest here in just a minute, but I wanted to remind you of a couple things. The Shepherd's Crook Intensive is coming up in May. We pushed it back one week, 16th, 17th, and 18th. We've got our good buddy Adam A.D. Robles coming in town and he's going to be talking and we've got guys from Springfield, Missouri. We've got guys from Northern Illinois. We got guys from local guys from this area and really God has assembled people from, from quite a few different states. We would love for you to come if you want to be a part of that. It is three days, two nights on the river, on Jacks Fork River, and we spend a really great time just hanging out with one another, getting some great teaching, but also we're going to have a strongman competition this year with differing weight classes. Pretty excited about that. Our good uh, buddy Joey Hawkins is going to be coming on the show actually uh, later this week, so it will release here in a couple weeks. Uh, we'll be into February when we get it into that. We'll be talking about the strongman competition. Uh, Matt Reynolds is, what, is there as well. Uh, you guys might know him from Barbell Logic, and it's just a great time. We'd love for you to come. We've tried to keep the cost as minimal as possible, 175 if you want to tent camp, and then 300 if you want to get a cabin, and we might, uh, you know, rag on you a little bit if you get, get a cabin. But, hey, I started bringing a camper last year, so it's, it's it, I'm at the point of life where I just want to sleep pretty well. So if that's you, you can get a cabin. Uh, and then the podcast, the other podcast that we have going on around here, please check those out. Sons and Slaves, Fruitful and Fearless, and we just really appreciate it. Okay, I am talking to a new friend. I've actually got to know him a little bit over the last couple months. He's been a listener of the show, and um, I'm really looking forward to get to meet him and his family live here in a few months at Christ the King Church and their conference. I'm talking to John, too, today. John, how's it going, brother? Hey, Jared. How are you, man? Good. Doing really Great. good. Yeah, well, let's go ahead and pray, and we've got a great conversation today, but let's mm -hmm. go go to, go to Lord in prayer. Father, we just thank you for this time. We ask for a blessing upon the conversation. I thank you for John, John and all you're doing in his life and family. It's exciting to hear the many hats that he wears and the blessing that you are just blessing him with as he's trying to honor you in, in, in all the areas of his life. We pray this conversation would go well and be an encouraging time for the men that are listening in that have young sons, any ladies that are listening in that have sons and are trying to trying to get uh, their husbands or their sons connected to some kind of good program or uh, activity. God, I pray this may be an option for their church of just thinking through how to 
uh, intentionally as a church family, as the men of the church, raise the sons in a way that honors you. Uh, help us. We trust you well in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, John, before we get into our conversation about future men today and trail life, why don't you go ahead and just bring us up to speed and tell us a little bit about yourself and then right. your family and then what you got going on. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, John too here. And I'm a, I'm, I'm a deacon at Christ the King Church, a, a newly appointed uh, deacon. There's six of us now in Christ the King in Clinton, Tennessee, just north of Knoxville. Um, I'm a husband to beautiful, awesome, faithful wife, Tiana. Uh, we have now seven children. Well, uh, Jared, I don't know if I told you this, but six outside of the womb and then one cooking. Just Oh, uh, man, you didn't. Congratulations. Just found out like, I don't know, a week and a half ago. So, oh, man, that's awesome. Um, so seven, in my mind, I always know the number seven to be completion. So <laughs> mm -hmm. we are now going to be complete as a family. But no, we, we, we love what the Lord's doing with just uh, growing our family. Uh, he's been growing our church. Um, I'm a financial planner uh, with Eversource Wealth Advisors and got a just a local kind of family office here in Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, so I'm a, I'm a father, I'm a deacon, I'm a husband, and I'm a financial planner. And ultimately, uh, I'm a slave of Christ. So mm -hmm. that's good. Good. So how many boys, how many girls do you have? Yeah, we got uh, four boys, Eli, Noah, and then um, Stephen and Hezekiah. Okay. And then we have uh, two girls, Sadie and Eleanor. Eleanor is going to be one next month in February. And then we don't, we usually uh, wait until uh, the baby's born to find out the gender. So we, oh, nice. we, don't, know, we don't know number seven. Uh, okay. So it's been, yeah. And we've done, I think the last, let me think, it was really Sadie uh, onward. So the last five, uh, last four have been home birth kind of births. Okay. Uh, and then this one also is, that's a plan. Okay. So, awesome. Yeah. We did that with Ransom. We waited to find out. And then with the others, we ended up finding out, but it is the anticipation, you know, it's, it's pretty cool yeah. getting there and then finding <laughs> out like, all right, boy or girl. Yeah. And it's always an excitement. I mean, it's not like there's a, you know, right. either way. It's right. you know, you're excited. Yeah. That, very, very cool. That's good. That's okay. Good. So before we get into uh, talking about trail life and, and future men, so your financial planner, the market yeah. is at an all time high. I mean, we're crushing it. We've got, I got a lot of friends that work with Edward Jones and then I got a financial manager that manages my accounts nice. and a good buddy of mine that, you know, I can just have access with, talk to him almost every day. So what are you thinking, man? Like how, how long are we riding this high? I mean, when, when's the, 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 the decline going to happen? <laughs> so I never will predict what the market's <laughs> going to do, what the economy's going to do. Uh, so, um, with financial planning, I think we need to be uh, well diversified, well balanced with, uh, I, I listened to Chuck on your podcast just yeah. a week ago, but you know, there's, there, there's so many different avenues, so many different vehicles that, that can um, be used and, and we need to make sure that we're just being uh, prudent and good stewards. And I'll talk about this in a little bit, but just this past Saturday, we had our first future men uh, meeting of the year and it was uh, me giving a lesson on the fundamentals of money but mm. I, I think it's first timothy six seventeen, um a charge to the wealthy and it says you know don't don't place your hope in the uncertainty of riches but mm -hmm. in god who gives us everything to enjoy yeah. um so yeah the, the markets in the short term uh are going to be fl fluctuating and, and volatile but over the long term 
me being post-millennial, I, I, I truly believe that we as Christians can continue to press on further and further and just taking dominion in business and marketplace, um, creating value for others and, uh, yeah, just, uh, business that'll make the the, the world re rejoice really. Mm -hmm. So I have a positive optimistic outlook of the markets and business, um, and, yeah. and the economy overall. So very cool. Very cool. Well, I might need to have you on at some point again to talk financial planning and, and <laughs> what that looks like to diversify and those sorts of things. Uh, very interesting things. And in fact, you know, for pastors, which is still a primary, you know, the primary listening audience of my show, there's there's a real need for help of, of thinking through how to do that in, in a way that's uh, godly and in a way that's yeah. effective for yep. that multi-generational wealth growth and transfer. But, I agree. Yeah. But we're wanting to talk today about raising sons and you've got some experience in this. You and I talked a little bit about being involved in trail life, which is what yep. we do here at our church. We've been doing trail life for about a year and a half now and have enjoyed it. And then there's aspects of it that we think, I, I think personally could, could be better, not because of our team, our team's doing a great job with it, but, uh, but I know you're doing something and it's more localized and I'm just yeah. interested to hear how that's going. So why don't you just explain why you got originally involved yeah. in trail life and then how at Christ the King that kind of morphed into doing something, which is what you're doing now, which is actually right. being built around these, these virtues or, or callings of a man of, of worship, work, protect, provide, lead, love. Yep, exactly right. So we were in 2020 and, uh, you know, Eli and Noah were maybe mm, nine and seven at the time, 10 and nine, maybe uh, 10 and eight. And my my wife, I mean, you know, talk about praise her at the gates. I mean, she's she's very uh, praiseworthy. <laughs> Tiana is awesome. She's been such a great help me to to me and um, always has great ideas. So she, she's, she, she brought to my attention Trail Life USA. I'd, ne I'd never been familiar with it. Um, I, I've, I've heard of uh, Royal Rangers before, um, mm -hmm. but Trail Life seemed to be a lot, um, very interested in what, what they had to offer. And, you know, we, we, we went and visited the, the local trooper here in Knoxville and was like, oh, this is, this is great. This is what we're looking for. We're looking for uh, godly fathers uh, raising their sons to become godly biblical men. And uh, we, we were part of Trail Life for maybe a year and a half and um, was loving it. It was good. But something still was uh, just, I was longing for, for even more community. And what I felt like the Trail Life uh, was kind of just mixing different families and fathers together that mm -hmm. weren't necessarily in the uh the local church community together you know all, all these fathers great guys and you know made some friendships but i i hadn't uh been in fellowship with them uh you know in the local church setting so that was that was something that started getting the wheels turning for me and mm -hmm. and once Christ the king uh planted in August of 2021, uh, I was like, we have so many godly fathers with sons that we need to be raising, and let's just do it in the context of the local church here. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we got a good 13, 14 you know, family units, you know, in this church, in this new church plant here. Um, so from the get-go, uh, our elders at the time, it was Chris Jones and Jeremy Bergman, and then 
Dr. Daniel Haas came on just months later after the plant as far as becoming an elder, but everyone was so excited now on board about it at Christ the King. And uh, we, we, um, you know, we, we kind of created our own little, at the time, the beginning, it was called the Future Men Oath. And uh, we, we have since decided to change that to Future Men Resolution. But um, it's, uh, it's something that we've kind of crafted, me and the guys from the church crafted together to become, uh, this is what we want our future men or our sons to uh to resolve to be and and it goes like this it goes by god's grace i resolve to love the lord with all i am and love my neighbor as myself make his word my rule of life and fear not man but god alone take responsibility and reject passivity protect those in my care respect and submit to authority pursue and do work heartily learn to lead and provide, take dominion. Christ is king. So that's our little resolution that we're all working at committing to memory. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, you, 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 Jared, have been what was a real, uh, were, were a real um, catalyst in, in, in all this too, because we listened to your uh, six, I think, kind of episodes on uh, lead, love, work, worship, provide, protect, mm-hmm. and um, just, you know, we, we, we were, we wanted to embrace that. So, um, part of the, I don't know if you want to call a mission statement for future men, uh, is uh, godly fathers within Christ, the King, uh, church working together to raise their sons, to be men who worship God, joyfully work, provide for their family, protect those in his care, relishes in leading others and loves his fellow man and God. So, so I do have to give thanks to God for you, brother, because you, yeah. you did some good work on, on that series over there and, and, and just brought even more, um, I think, flesh and context to what we're trying to do and what we want to be all about with future men. So, man, that's incredible. I love it. Yeah. That those that resolution is a battle cry. You get to the end of that and it's, you want to raise your fist in the air, and <laughs> run through a wall kind of thing. Praise love God. it. Yeah. Love it. So for you guys, as you're thinking as the group of men at your church, okay, here's here's the goal. This is where we're going to go. We want to raise our sons together. And Trail Life is this kind of ecumenical thing of, of churches around the region, around the area. You see them once or twice a month, depending upon how many times your troop meets. But wow. now you got this in the context of your local church. So it is critical that fathers individually take responsibility to raise their sons in, in the fear and admonition of the Lord and raise them up in these, in these ways of thinking, okay, I, I want to help him along the way be the man that God has called him to be. But then there's this corporate element of it as well that I think almost everyone down throughout history has, has recognized is there's a company of men that comes alongside a young boy in the process of him becoming a man, not just his father, the father being the most critical piece. But there's also this company of the community of men. Now you have that at your local church. So then why, why do you think it is so critical and important to have these guys on board and on mission together where your sons aren't just following you, but they see this in the, in the group and in the church in, in the church through the men and the sons of the church as well. Yeah. I think it's vital because um, the local church, you see all these one another's in the new Testament, especially, and it's, it's familial language. I mean, it, 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 we're, we're a body that needs to work together. The, I can't say to the hand, I have no use of you, but also the, you know, we're brothers and sisters in Christ 
And, um, we, we, you know, yeah, you have older men, um, you have younger men, you have older women and younger women. And we are to be living out this, this journey, this life, um, together in community, in covenant with one another. Um, uh, I, I think it's in Hebrews 10, 26, you know, not forsaking the gathering, the assembling of one another, but, um, even more because the day is approaching to uh, stir one another uh, up to love and, and good works. So it, it's, it should organically and naturally be happening within uh, a local church setting, uh, the, the communal raising of the next generation. They're hearing from the pulpit, the word of God being preached faithfully. Um, we're we're uh, catechizing together. We are in you know the scriptures together you know our, our our church family does a bible reading plan and we're all in it together we're all reading it you know the same uh, passages of scripture each day um so yeah i think i think the uh close family knit community of the saints locally it's it's god's design mm -hmm. and I, i'm so blessed to be a part of this church locally here because uh we, I, we just did uh, a pig slaughter day and a butcher day. Uh, we, you know, there's about 11 uh, families that have uh, pigs and they're all at Pastor Chris Jones's property. Um, and, you know, so we kind of were all taking turns throughout the past couple of months. And, um, I, you know, we, we went early January, early in the morning, went, um, I think it was me, Chris, and, and a brother, uh, Dustin Haddock, and, and we shot you know, our, our, the pig and we were scraping it and we hung it and we, um, you know, gutted it all out and stuff like that. And then the next day we were butching our all and my boys were right there yeah, with us awesome. doing this all. And, 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 and Pastor Chris Jones, the boys were right there, you know, and Dustin's boys were right there. So it's like, that's organic trail life and future men happening. I think that should be always just part of, uh, how, how we're raising our children and, and any of the brothers in, in our church are sowing seeds uh, in, into the future men, into, mm -hmm. the, into the sons' lives. And they need to hear that, not just from their father. They need to see and hear um, just what biblical manhood looks like and sounds like and feels like from mm -hmm. everyone in the local church. So Yeah, very good. I love that organic nature of it because this is not a troop meeting, and yet it's brothers, friends at the church, and your friendship rolls over into the friendship of your sons where they're all doing this together. So a uh, quick practical question. How did you get the fur or the hair off of the pig? Because I've done that <laughs> before as well. We had to boil it for a really long time. Did you have to boil the, the whole pig? Is that what you did? So we did. Yeah, we didn't uh, dip it in and boil it. We had it just on a pallet and we, okay. um, brother Chris had a huge pot of boiling water and we would just pour the boiling one guy be pouring pouring the, the i think it was 165 to 170 degree water okay. another guy had a scraper um the circle scraper yep was it the circle yep. scraper yeah yep uh so uh it, it, it was fun it was a blast so they and the kids were doing it too uh, you yeah know, it was probably about eight guys and 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 boys on the one pig uh, just scraping it and pouring hot water on it and stuff like that. <laughs> we we got all the hair off. So <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, had the opportunity yep. to go with some buddies from church down to Texas to do some wild boar hunting, and that's I had cool. done done the slaughtering of a regular domestic pig, but these pigs had been out in the wild for I don't know years, 
and okay. their their skin was so thick to do out oh. in the out in the or out in the woods cutting these pigs up was a task man i mean it was it was brutal cutting those things up man. we had to leave a lot of meat behind and actually out there they it's a nuisance animal so they just want you to kill them they don't care if you kill them and leave them you don't even have to take there them and do anything with them but it was uh, quite the process we didn't have to do any of the hair removal or anything like that but i mean they had the tusk and everything if they got a hold of you those things would uh would, would rip into you pretty good oh that's but, neat yeah but man I, I love that so now you have this organic trail life this organic future men thing but you also do a formalized troop meeting as well don't you and yep. tell tell us how that formalized what what does that look like when yep. you come together as that group so we just kind of did a revamp of it we were meeting every once every other month and i, I know trail life met basically three times a month um so less frequency doing it with our church we didn't want to overburden um you know families with just so many different programs and stuff but um we decided we said you know every uh, every other month isn't enough so we got to do it more frequent so we're now we're doing it monthly okay so 2024 me and two other guys in the church we uh, created a whole calendar so the whole cal the whole calendar is known at this point for uh future men and uh there's uh, 11 we didn't we're not doing december we're just gonna leave december alone but uh, 11 outings uh meetings however you want to call it that are uh are gonna they're gonna be led by one of the fathers in the church so like next month um uh brother joshua is going to be leading in um i think it's josh and dustin actually are going to be leading in uh log splitting skills oh, so great. Yeah, D Dustin owns a business, a, uh, a a tree service business. So he he's a master with the chainsaw and just cutting trees down and stuff like that. And then um, Josh is pretty good with uh, you know axe and maul and hatchets and stuff like that. So uh, gonna go through some fundamentals and safety lessons on uh, on that kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, so it's it's all about having all the the men of the church be able to. Uh, lead out in a lesson or a skill, a practical skill that they could really teach the boys, the future men in. Um, there's also a uh, a word of wisdom that we just stole from Trail Life. So five to 10 minute little uh, scriptural word of wisdom. Mm -hmm. And we we have 11 lines in the future men resolution. Um, so there's, you know, by God's grace, I resolve. That's the first line. And each month since there's 11 months that we're doing we're gonna have that word of wisdom relate to the the, the whatever line we're up to mm -hmm. so so uh jeff watkins just did it uh, on saturday he did the a little five to ten minute word of wisdom uh and did an excellent job on uh how you know we, we need to be resolving but it's by god's grace that any resolve can be fulfilled by his power um, it's a work of faith. So, uh, and he said, he brought out how Jesus Christ is uh, the ultimate resolver. He resolved to, you know, take on the sin of the world and hang on the cross mm -hmm. and um, become sin so that we might become the righteousness of God. So he, he did an awesome job. So, so they're here, the future men are hearing the word of wisdom from one of the, one of the men from the church. They're hearing mm -hmm. practical skill, learning a practical skill and hearing a lesson from one of the men from the church all the while we're, we're, we're trying to proactively sow seeds into the lives of our sons 
um, you know, during the activities, during the outings and stuff. And we'll always do one camp out. So it's been yeah, good. Um, two times so far, but we will go to uh, it, Cove Lake State Park is a little north of Knoxville in, in East Tennessee and um, <clears throat> reserve some spots. It's just dump camping. And we uh, we have a great time, just some activities, build a fire, have a lesson, um, read scripture, read some stories. And some of the boys do the the, the hammock type of thing. Some of the mm -hmm. boys in the tents. Um, but but that's a blast. Yeah. But we yeah. have some really awesome activities, uh, you know, throughout the year that we're going to be doing. And we're going to rotate for the most part from month to month from more of like a classroom lesson teaching setting type of meeting. And then the next month will be more of like an outing where like the log splitting and stuff mm -hmm. or okay. You know, learn how to do a sailboat or something like that or you know do a camp out do a do some type of hike in the smokies very cool love it so then are there rites of passages in that are going to be included for each of the young boys that their fathers are going to kind of take ownership over how, how are you guys going to do that or are you thinking through that yeah. at all yeah you know i listened to you i think it was the sons and slaves podcast you had doug wilson on yeah and he, you guys were talking a little bit about how to best do that. And, and he said, you know, he thinks it's good, but you don't want it to be awkward for the boys or cheesy <laughs> or cheesy. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I, you know, I was like, yeah, he's right. Uh, how, how can we do this? Well, so we're st it's still a work in progress, but I told the men uh, and the future men on Saturday, Hey, we want to encourage the fathers to be thinking about rites of passages for their sons, their future men. And, you know, whether you want to just do it as part of your own personal, private family, or maybe even more ideal, you know, involve the the troop, the future men group mm -hmm. uh, on it, that, you know, whether, whether it be some type of monumental task, or whether it be, you know, I brought out kind of some of the examples that you gave that you're trying to do with Ransom and Valor and stuff. Um, so, their their minds are going to start thinking and turning on it. So mm -hmm. yeah. we do want to have and involve some rites of passages. It's just not fleshed out all the way yet. So yeah, well, I think it's critical. I heard so many guys growing up grew up in a church that was the typical seventies non denominational Baptist kind of church, and they were you know it's not about religion. It's all about relationship and yeah. contemporary Christian music, no hymns that that kind of church. But there's a lot of people that really love the Lord. But I can't remember, I, I can remember, I mean, dozens of men that it, when I became in high school, they would say things like this all the time. They'd say, man, I wish I knew this when I was young, or I wish I heard this about, about parenting when I was young, when my children were young. And what I want to equip guys to do is, hey, hey, don't be the guy that wakes up at 55 or 45 when your children are older, wishing that you would have done something more intentional back 20 years ago or 10 years ago. Instead, yeah. you know, think through that now and if you are going to error um if it is something that you're doing that might be a little bit cheesy or something like that you, at least your child your, your sons are going to know that you love them you care for them that you're wanting to pour into them and you're doing all you can to see them be raised up in the way that that, that god would have them be raised up and right. that i think is crucial for every guy listening in you want to be intentional with your children and with your boys as you're raising them into men and that's what we're yeah. trying to do with sons and slaves is kind of chronicalize this thing and, and just over the years you know, the content that we talk about and that we share in the, in the show that will develop over the years. And, you know, as my sons grow and uh, you know, 
you and I are going to learn in the process as we're raising our boys. I mean, we always learn in the process. It's not like we've ever arrived, but, or we will ever arrive. But the whole thing is, okay, what, what do you know now? And then apply that and then help other guys do that with their young men as well. And, you know, in this, uh, you know, world that's teaching our children awful things, we want to be the ones that are catechizing them and the right things, both with formal catechesis and with practical life skills. And, and I think that's what we're, we're trying and aiming to do. Um, so how's yeah. it been received? I mean, have the guys at the church, the, uh, the young men, the trailmen or the, the future men troop, how have they yeah. received everything? Is it, is it going well? Well, they love it. It, I mean, they look forward to it so much. They, they get so bummed out when, um, they're like, when, when's next future men? And it's like, well, it's not until, you know, February 27th or something like that. It's like, oh, man. So they, they, they get, you know, really excited about it because, you know, it's, it's fun stuff, but, um, but it's also, they, they just love one another. Mm -hmm. There's such a good camaraderie that's being built uh, just from our normal local church community life. But um, they love being together. They love um, the, the, all all the men of the church. I mean, it, it's it's just a, a real blessing. I mean, to have the type of vibrant uh, family, uh, brothers and sisters in Christ that we have in our local church. So um, yeah, they, they, they it's very well received, and they've been learning some great stuff. It's interesting because, I mean, a lot of times the lessoner skill, it's like the the fathers have already kind of been doing that kind of stuff with their own sons. Oh, so it's great. So they're brand new to them, um, which is great, you mm -hmm. know, but it, it, they're getting even more technical um, teaching out of it, I think, and, and, yeah. and even more practice and different angles and stuff like that. Very so yeah, the boys love it. The fathers, I think, um, you know, have, have been giving great feedback. So we're all in it together. It's great. Very cool. Well, guys, you can take some of this stuff and be thinking through it. And if you don't have this kind of community at your church, then do what you can to either start some sort of community like this with your sons or have some friendships. You, you got to have friendships. You got to have some guys and brothers at the church that you can think through and have these conversations with about how we're going to intentionally raise, you know, our sons. If you don't have that, find a church that you can have that. And if you want to do some sort of formal thing like trail life, we'll check it out. I'll put links in the show notes or, you know, reach out to John and say, Hey, can I get some documentation? I know they they put, put some uh, things together that I think are, are quite helpful. I've got to put my eyes on those and they're really good and we'll, we'll put together and, uh, or reach out to me and say, Hey, what are you guys doing? What can we do? And then just do it. Just, okay. Put the idea to action. And what separates so many men is the men that have ideas but don't do anything about it and the men that have ideas and actually do something about it. So do something about it. Start something in your church. Start in your, something in your community. I like the, the, the church idea. And uh, this is what we're thinking through, you know, the things that you thought through a year ago about trail life or something at our local church. I'm currently thinking that right now. What can we do better if we just intern, do this internally? And mm -hmm. uh, But, John, I want to give you the last word. I always do this. You know what's coming. So, John 2 brother, just, let's just switch gears and wrap things up here. Why don't you go and tell us why you love Jesus? It's a good question. I should have been even more ready for it. Cause I was listening to you ask that to Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> so I love Jesus. I think firstly, because he loved me. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it's his sovereign grace in my life that had uh, called me and, and, and drew me to, to him and, I mean, no one can come to the Father unless um, Jesus, no one can come to Christ unless the Father is drawing. So the Lord had done such an amazing work when I was in my 
mid to late teens, uh, 17, 18. And, um, he, uh, he, he got me in his word and, uh, seeing, uh, tasting and seeing how good the Lord is through his gospels, through the epistles, uh, in the new Testament. And then, you know, as I've grown in, in maturity in Christ, that, you know, the, the whole counsel of the Lord in scripture, um, man, it's what's there not to love about a sovereign um, man of war, King Jesus, who is just, I mean, he, uh, he, he takes responsibility. He's not passive. Mm -hmm. he, he went to the cross. He went on mission. He, he, he left it. I mean, Philippians one, right. It's like, he's not counting quality um, with God, something to be grasped, something to be held onto so tightly but rather he he came here to take the very nature of a servant of a servant um so that he might be obedient even to death on a cross mm -hmm. uh, so and then just so <laughs> based that he r defeated death defeated hell defeated satan defeated sin rose from the grave um and then now calls people has a people already known to him uh for himself for his purpose uh, he's he's an awesome king to serve. He's he calls us uh, friends and brothers. Um, he, he's an amazing God. He's the one true God. You know the the second person of the one triune God. So. Amen. Preach it, brother. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, man, it's been a lot of fun talking with you on here, and I'm thankful for this friendship, and really looking forward to being there in April yeah. and seeing all that God is doing there at the church. That's guys, awesome. thanks so much. Yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, follow those links in the show notes. And I'll also put, if it's okay, John, I'll put John, I'll, I'll put your email in there. If people want to reach out to you, uh, they can do that. And uh, thanks for coming back. We've been talking to John too. John, appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thanks again for listening to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. For more information, you can go to theshepherdscrook.co. Please consider leaving a rating or review on iTunes. And if you want to become a member of the Shepherd's Crook, please message me and we'll get you on the list. We hope you have a great rest of your day.